Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 21, All Hell Breaks Loose, Part 1. But first, how are you doing today? Pretty good. I went for a walk today. Oh, that's fun. And the trails. At Point of Rush. It was fun. It started to snow a little bit like flurries, mm, mm-hmm. and that was kind of annoying. It was pretty cold, colder than I thought it would be today. Yeah, it was like 35 degrees. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cold. It was a little bit cold today. Yeah, like, oh, it's like it's springtime. Right, I don't have wear to the sandals with that sandals. Not yet. No. <laughs> no, but still a little cold, and my fingers are a little cold. It's so. almost April. Yeah. When this episode goes out, it will be. It's spring. It's spring here, which means 35 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and that extends well into the spring. Yep. Uh-huh. There's there we we often have snow in May. Really? At least on Easter. And then sometimes into May. But yes. we've gotten snow in early May, past couple of years. Oh, yeah. yeah we, did. we did. I remember we were, that. Yeah, we were up at we were, camp. Yeah, we were up at camp and we were like, what is this nightmare? <laughs> yeah, and it was a full full snowstorm. Hooray! <laughs> it's like May 5th. <laughs> it's like, wherever you go, I will be far too far <laughs> Snow? Yeah. And like, snow. and like, it had been beautiful, like, that, like, like the day leading, like in the in the lead up to the snowstorm, it was quite. It was like you know springtime weather. So it was like forties, but there were like it was everything was like lush and green looking. Or the, the, no leaves, obviously, but like right. like the the marshy swampy area we were walking around in. Mm-hmm. They were and they're like the little spring violet flowers oh, were yeah, starting I to saw, pop up. It was gorgeous. What are, what are they called? The little white flowers that snowdrops. Snowdrops. I saw them today. Mm-hmm. I saw a whole bunch of snowdrops all around someone's house. Yeah. Uh, drooped over, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I spring. Spring, spring is spring. <laughs> spring is sprung. Living in the north. <laughs> That's where we are. That's where we are. Yeah, my. I'm gonna <laughs> get, get like. I'm gonna get like a a year ago today soon. Mm-hmm. We get we get like a month one month of summer. Yeah, we get, we've got a solid eight months of winter. <laughs> Yeah. So mucky right now. It is. It's the constant freezing and thawing. But yeah. like but like the, the Our deep... yard is <laughs> I got stuck yeah. in it. Oh you did, yeah. <laughs> last um, time we were what's, recording. What's the do you, was it something that you guys tried to use to get your car out? Or was it Yeah, like, the, the rocks and the yeah. planks of wood. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. because I was like or was that like I was in the ground just, yeah. beforehand? No. No, no, we we put that there to help. Put the it in behind the wheels, tried to back up fast and go over it, and then it got stuck again. And then take them back out from the front and put them behind the wheels again, and then go backwards a little bit, and then it got stuck again. And then take them out from the front and put them behind the wheels again. And then it didn't work. So we got it, like, almost out, and then Margaret and Dad had to push from the front as I put it in reverse and, like, slowly inch back, and it finally got out. Did but you guys get covered in mud? Dad no. did. <laughs> no. Dad's hands are covered in mud. You know oh, why? Well, well, because my car is covered in mud now. <laughs> From handprints. <laughs> oh. I didn't get, like, any mud on me. No, Dad, dad did, though. 
Uh, Ama- like, which, like, amazingly, because you were in reverse and I was standing directly in front of the tire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like, imagining nope. mud splattering all over we, the place. Fu- we fully expected it to go completely splattered in mud, but I really didn't. Amazingly. Yeah. I would have found a way There's, like, to get mud slayers on the inside of my car from Dad, like, opening the door <laughs> and <laughs> pushing <laughs> it with his money hand. Yeah. 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 Well, you mean, you know, the hazards of asking us for, for yeah. help. I know. I'm like, I, I'm like, this is fine. And Stephen was like, we got really, really got to clean your car. I was like, it's fine. Well, Stephen's a very clean person. Yeah. I mean, he's very clean about his car. Um, mm-hmm. for the most part, we have like stuff that's in the car, but it's not like dirt, you know, stuff there. Sometimes we will forget like most it's like, and it's things that he's done to my car too. No, <laughs> it's like we've, um, we had, we were at uh, his mom's house and there was just like catnip growing in like one of the little, like a little bush. Like, like outside, oh, like ornamental. Like in the car? No. I was like... Yeah, and growing in the car. No. How do you... Grow, <laughs> like growing out of the vents in the car. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, there's like a little bush of catnip, and we like took some and put it in my car so that we could take it home, and then we drove home, and then it stayed in my car in the cup holders until it dried out, and now I just have dried catnip in my cup holders. You're going to attract some cats in your car. Or now it's just like, it's like so old that I don't think it has any like potency in it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like dried catnip. I've got that in my cup holders right, and yeah. then like receipts in the door and stuff Ev- like that. But everyone has receipts, receipts in the door. door. Right. But every time that like Steven looks over, he's like, oh, we got to, we really got to clean your car out. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not letting him ride in my car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> With your Mountain Dew can that's been there forever. It's not my Mountain, Mountain Dew can. Mountain Dew can. <laughs> it's not my Mountain Dew can, and now it lives there. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with it. You're just reminded of that one dude that drove in your car and then forgot the Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. It was, it was from the, it was when they were working on it at the garage. Yeah. They left a can of Mountain Dew in my car. <laughs> Just, Does it have Mountain Dew in it or is it empty? No, there's a little bit of Mountain Dew in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been there for like a solid year, probably. <laughs> I don't use that side of the cup holder. That's really <laughs> so I'm the only person in my car. Yeah, I'm not that bad yet. I I need to I need to clean my car, but I'm like generally pretty clean. Of, there's what? like some bags of sour patch. You have a you have a bag oh, of there's sour. All, there's all kinds of garbage in my car. My car is full of garbage. <laughs> Goddamn. It, the the dead cactus garden is not in there anymore. <laughs> is Groot there? No, Groot was in the no cactus. no Groot Groot was in the cactus garden. Groot's on a shelf over there right now. Cute, but I think I've, I I can't remember. I think I've talked about the dead cactus garden before. Yeah, on pod. Po- I don't know if I've talked about it on pod. I, I used to know. have a cactus garden. It died, and but I needed to take it with me because I was moving out of wherever I was moving out of. <laughs> And so I, you know, put it between the front seats of the car, and there it stayed. <laughs> right, so then you would, like, stick your hand so, down to, like... <laughs> so, you know, you get in the car, and you're not really looking, and you try to buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> yeah, it's just and a maybe game. So, And maybe sometimes you get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a fun little game you get to play every time you're in the car. <laughs> just to feel like you're alive. <laughs> just to feel something. <laughs> um... Yeah, and this is another one of the things that I would forget was in my car and forget about and forget to tell people. So then they'd get in and go to buckle, and and sometimes they'd get stabbed. Sometimes they'd look down and and see four dead small cactuses. (laughs) Cacti. Yep. You just look down, and there's four of them right in a row, and they're all dead. (laughs) 
I'm like, oh, just like, the best part is like, how did they kill a cactus? They were completely so like, deflated. Easy. They're so easy husks to keep alive. That they're, well, apparently not. Apparently because not. I killed four of them. <laughs> Are they actual, so they're all like cacti? They weren't like succulents? They're like, all cacti. Wow. I had you four cacti, and then in a different pot, I had a spider plant. Yeah. That I also killed. Right. You know what? Wasn't that the old one? Nope. Okay, that was the that second was spider plant I've killed. <laughs> All right, then. Never mind. The, the spider plant, that spider plant, was gifted to me yeah. by a random stranger who was walking through campus and handed me a baby spider plant cutting and was like, you look like you can use this. And I was like, no. <laughs> you I, handed a baby to the wrong you've given, person. You've given a baby to the exact wrong person. I, at this point, I had actively four, like four, four cacti, cacti actively dying. <laughs> like <laughs> They weren't dead yet, but they were getting there. And uh, it was like, you've handed this, this baby to the wrong person. And they were like, no, I think you can use it. And I'm like, ah, nope. And it did die. So my, uh, my plant crimes have not stopped. Although they stopped for a long time because I was like, I can't be allowed to keep doing this. But <laughs> I did find a couple weeks ago a small fern just sitting by itself in the drugstore that was for sale. And have you kept it alive? It's not dead yet, but it's only been a couple weeks. Okay. It's got plenty of time to die. Where is, where is he? In the bathroom. Oh. <gasps> Where it's getting nowhere near enough light. Yeah. Um, but anywhere else, and it will get eaten by cats. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There, it is non-toxic to cats, but that doesn't mean it'll survive being completely eaten. So. My, yeah, the roses that I have are definitely toxic to cats because the plant, like the leaves on them, because Abby ate some and, ate and some threw up and a hundred on my bed. Great. It was like, she didn't even chew it, though. She just ate two full leaves of it. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, I had, uh, I had, I put it, I put the little fern in the window over here. Yeah. Like, 30 seconds. Uh. Abby, like, I turned away, turned back. <laughs> Abby's up there just, no, get away. And, and, and like, I took it away and she, like, followed me. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you gonna put it? Hmm? Where are you gonna put it? Give me back my snack. <laughs> <laughs> you brought this home for me, didn't you? <laughs> Nice and chewy, delectable. This is mine. (laughs) I mean, I was walking through the woods today. There are woods in this show, (laughs) and some, and we have somebody walking through the woods in this episode. Yeah, uh, a couple. I didn't get lost or like captured by a demon, but I don't think she was lost. I think she was just captured by a demon. She seemed like she she at least had a plan of where to go. Right. She, but yes, there someone is walking in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of. Walking in the woods. <laughs> Let's jump into season two, episode twenty-one. All hell breaks loose, part one. So our writer today is Sarah Gamble. Makes oh. sense. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. There are some things about that that do make some sense. Makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Our director today is Robert Singer, one of our big ones, and uh, this episode aired May 10th, 2007. Also, when I was watching this, I was, I think I wrote down, uh, I wonder if it was written <laughs> by Sarah Gamble. <laughs> yep, we'll get there. We get there when we get there. <laughs> uh, episode opens with... The Bobby quote we've had with us the whole season that hasn't really been addressed at all. Yep. Storm's coming, and you two are stuck in the middle of it. 
That's close. <laughs> That's close to the original quote. And not at all what Bobby sounds like. <laughs> storm coming. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what That's not That's like Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson is like... <laughs> or like Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker. What? No. Storm's coming. Is that what you were doing? No, I was doing like Patricia was doing Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I was just I generic old man. Yeah, generic old man. Hotly born. <laughs> so we get the road so far. Yeah, and it is a recap of the road Everywhere. so far of all the major plot points. A lot of information on the plot. It, we've, you remember how the, the story started with the fire in Sam's nursery and how John maybe knew the truth about the special kids. Mm-hmm. Special kids being Andrew Gallagher, Ava Wilson, Max. Max. His name is Max Miller. Max Miller. <laughs> I mean, like, you said everyone else's last name. <laughs> I just wrote down Max. Max, yeah. Max Miller. They didn't say his last name in the intro. They didn't. No, That's why I didn't remember it. Because I couldn't remember it. And we're like, these are special kids. Chosen for what? We don't know. Forgot about Scott. Scott the Electro Kid. Yeah. We never got to see him use his powers. We never got to see him. That sounded super cool. He sounded like a cool character, too. Like, a guy who, like, was trying to search for help because he knew that what he was doing was crazy and that it couldn't be real, but it was real. And he was, like, like, living back with his dad and, like... With the whole, like, eye collage thing. Like, he had some stuff going on in his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what not in his head. Because well, yeah. The, because the, the, the demon was visiting him. Was, yeah. But yes. Yeah, poor Scott. All is part of that. They show us a couple times the scene where Sam gets blown up in that yeah. episode. Yeah. Where Sam dies. Yeah. So that was interesting. <laughs> so we remember Ava can see visions of the future, like Sam... Andy, uh, can Simon Says people put ideas in their heads, make them do things. Andy's brother could do that too. And Ava, just like a normal secretary from Peoria, we remember that Gordon learned some information on the special kids from a demon. Um, supposedly they are soldiers in an oncoming war. The yellow-eyed demon grooming these psychic kids. You know, maybe grooming them to be killers. Trying to push them. Ava has been missing. Her fiancé is dead. There was sulfur at her house. And then we get a line from Ellen. She says something big and bad's coming fast. And their side holds all the cards. We get a line from Sam. We can't run from this. And you can't protect me. Hmm. And we get a line from Dean. Damn it, Sam. This whole thing is spinning out of control. That 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 and that that like sense of urgency yeah. was the first episode back from hiatus. And that was then, like that was like episode like ten. Yeah. And then the Where was that urgency? <laughs> yeah. Sin I, I that might have been I think that was hunted. Because yeah. then Sam gets mad and storms off. Yeah. Um and that's like one of the last like other than the the one where Meg possessed Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which that was mostly just like her coming back and being mad about things. Yeah, yeah. And then leaving again. There wasn't a whole lot of like actual like plot plot there. Yeah. Since episode ten, we haven't had like any of this. No. Really? They're like, it's so big and important. And we're like, okay, why haven't we been seeing it? This whole thing is spinning out of control. W- is, it? It? is it? <laughs> is it? You guys went to Hollywood. Yeah. Like, you, you just, you've just been hanging out. You, oh, went, to you went to prison, prison and hung out. And then now you're running away from the FBI, but that's okay. 
But probably fine. Probably fine. Uh, it looks like you've just been chilling. I see. I don't know. <laughs> so then we have now. They're at a. They're, they drive up to a a diner. a diner that it says it's like Sunnyside Diner on like the sign off to the side, but right above it, it just says cafe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, is this just a diner called cafe? cafe? And it's a very small place. It is. This is a, a place. It's got like three booths. It's just, the entire building is a small rectangle. Yeah. There are, at the front of the building, three windows. It's like one window per two-seater booth. Yeah. Kind of small. And then, like, a, a narrow aisle between the booths and the stools. At the counter. At the counter. And it's a counter. And then the space behind the counter. And then, like, the stove behind, stuff behind the kitchen right there. Yeah. And then, like, the back wall is, like... The back, back of the wall. building. There yeah. is no back room. Yeah. The kitchen isn't in the back. It's, no, it's, it's, the, it's right, it's there. right there. there. There's like, I don't know, maximum capacity, 15 people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. So, like, really small, like, two people work there kind of, yeah. kind of place. Uh, so they pull up. I mean, exactly the type, like, the type of, you know, small, small business that, that, you know, these guys would know about and, um, stop off at. Uh, they pull up in the Impala. And Dean says, hey, don't forget the extra onions. And Sam, frustrated, is like, yeah, I'm going to have to ride in the car with you and your extra onions. And that would... And Dean's just like, yeah. That's because, see if they got any pie. And as Sam leaves, he's like, bring me some pie. And he goes, love me some pie. <laughs> Which, point of order, have we seen Dean eat pie yet? No. I think he didn't get his pie. He no, I get his pie. I think he's been denied pie a couple times. Yeah, at least the ones. If not more than that, I would love to about see. Pie. Talks about I pie. would love to see him eat some apple pie. I mean, he will get to eventually. Good, I think. I don't Good. think he just just talks about it. I want to see. Give Dean apple pie. Petition to give Dean apple pie. <laughs> uh, he deserves to. He, des- he, deserves, he deserves pie. He deserves, he deserves apple pie. pie. Is it is apple pie his favorite, or does he just like pie? I think he's just a pie enthusiast, but apple pie is a classic. Yeah. Dean turns the radio up as Sam goes in, and the radio gets all staticky and skippy, and he kind of smacks it for a sec with his fingers, and then looks around alert. He's like, I know what this is. Yeah, I'm glad that he wasn't like, hey, why is Nina working? Yeah, for a second I was like, you know what this is. And he's like, he taps it, but then he's like, okay. I got it. And he looks around behind him. He turns to look to the other side. Mm-hmm. We had seen as Sam goes in. Yeah, you can see because you can there's see, ju- like there's just the three front windows. Yeah, we see like a guy <laughs> sitting in a booth. We see like the workers at the counter, and we see Sam yeah. go in. And Dean's like yeah, listen you, to the radio. You can see like the entire interior of this diner. What's yeah. that one food in the one Bob's Burgers episode? Dutch baby. Dutch baby. There, that's a Christmas episode, yeah. Yeah, which which we've seen the holiday episodes more often than yeah. most of the rest of the show. Yes. <laughs> because my baby! My, oh, my Dutch baby! Oh, my Dutch baby! <laughs> Is that the Christmas in the car one? Yeah. Yes. That, that one was so stressful. Yeah. It's really stressful. It makes, that, like, scares me. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, one of my worst, not, like, one of my worst fears, but, like, a fear of mine. Of a car Is driving it, toward you? Or, like, giant, or just, giant, like, giant truck, truck chasing you. Aggressive, aggressive, aggressive driving. Trucks. Because there's, like, nothing you can do. Did the, yeah. did the Killer Ghost Car episode bother you? A little, not really, because, because it, it was, because like, it was kind of stupid. Yeah. Killer Monster Truck! But then... Yeah, but that Bob's Burgers did a scarier 
monster truck. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, true. That childhood. I mean, yeah, because and there was something really creepy about it being animated. I don't know. It's they. It was they just built up the suspense so much better. Yeah. So yeah. So because you can see the entire interior of this diner, and as Dean looks around, looks around, looks forward back at the diner, there's no one in it. So he gets out of the car and goes in, uh, and he sees a man face down in a pool of blood at a booth. He takes out his gun and yells for Sam. He's like, gotta make sure this guy's really dead. He, right. <laughs> no, he he kind of checks and is like, looks dead enough to me. Um, and then he goes around behind the counter and finds t- the two dead employees with their throats slit. And he goes to the back door and opens it. And it's just like, swampy wilderness. Yeah, there's no back room, there's no back kitchen or it's supply room. It's just, just back door. And then he yells for Sam, nothing. He closes the door slowly and sees something, feels something on the door. Uh, we see it. Like, it's as soon yellow. as he does, it's this yellow powder and he realizes it's sulfur. And he says it, too. Sulfur. In, in case, in case we, it, it is a first-time audience tonight. We're like, ah, mustard. Mustard powder. In case we are not following. This feels like a, an indie horror game. Oh, yeah. Like, like you're the... like you're sitting in a car, uh, and then you turn and you're like, uh, and it's like you're waiting for the person to bring you back food, and you look around, and you can see them going in, and then you look around again, and then they're not there, and then it gives you the prompt to leave the car, and then you walk in, and yeah. then like everyone's dead. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a, a yeah, it's a fine horror setup. So it would be like pix, it would be like you know that like pixelated style. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like that, um, I mean like lower graphic, but like stylized to be that way style. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dean goes back outside and starts yelling for Sam, for Sammy, and for Sam, and like yells it. Mm-hmm. And we get this weird fade transition to unconscious Sam lying on his back on the ground outside. Um, he comes to wakes up. Up, you know, confused, staggers to his feet, looks around. The, he, we can see like there's some like buildings around him, and he's he's you know looking around, kind of frantic. Gets his phone out. Okay, and it was a phone. I couldn't tell what he picked up because yeah. then it starts like beeping, and I'm well, like, yeah, what? yeah. yeah. So like, well, you can hear the beep of it saying no signal, Sam. Yeah, no, um, yeah. He, it's we we know it's it's like a like a BlackBerry like phone. We've yeah, seen it it's before. A little boxy little box phone with a keyboard on it. Yeah. yeah, he gets that out and just like waves it around to demonstrate to the audience that there's no yes, signal. Yep. And there's like, like a kind of like, oh, well, we'll fuck oh, that. Well, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, was it an, I was like, was it an EMF? EMT. Reader or something? No, no, no it, it was, was his phone, phone to demonstrate he can't call for help. He's like, oh. There, there's a little beeping, but I'm not sure why. Yep. It's like, oh, it's searching for a signal. No, no can't signal. Can't find a signal. And he takes out a metal detector and found something. The camera pulls back to reveal a very abandoned looking old fashioned town. Looks like it could have been like an abandoned western movie set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like like a saloon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cobbler. It's, it's, yeah. It, it's just like kind of a weird vibe. Yeah. Very wet looking, kind of misty like rain. It, uh, um <laughs> uh, there's an opening in the trees that looks out over a big, like, marsh wetland area. And in the foreground of this shot, there is, like, a creaky, creepily spinning windmill thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, 
When I say windmill, I don't mean like one of like the picturesque ones. It's one of the tall scaffolding ones with like bike spoke. Yeah, I was gonna say they're thinner and there's more of them, but this, they're like spokes instead of like panels. Yeah. of a windmill. I don't know, I don't know what you like. What other else than you'd call it, other than windmill, and then give that description. Yeah. I don't know what else you'd call those. It's um, not the name, not but. the giant white ones. Yeah, and not either. Well, not wind turbines either. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> which, which would not have shown up. No. Yeah. It this would just be like they pan out, out and it's if, just if, like they bu- the, <laughs> it, to, the to ca- pan out the far enough blanks like, into the like to pan out far enough to get the wind turbine, the town disappears. Like those yeah. things. Like I mean, they're huge. They're giant. The box part on top is as big as like a house trailer. These things are are massive. So no, it's not one of those. <laughs> it's not a wind turbine. It's, so we go from this like. Creek, 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 <laughs> bike spoke windmill in the foreground to theme. <laughs> oh, fire! That whole the way that like the town is set up, I was so expecting like someone in like a cowboy hat and uh, spurs. Almost said mm-hmm. spangles again. <laughs> spangles. <laughs> I got spurs that jingle jangle. Spangle. To like step out and be like, there's only room for one of us in this town. <laughs> That's so funny. We because I don't think they've actually talked about it on the show yet. But Dean is super into cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will get it, cowboy related mm-hmm. activities later. Nice. This is the a uh, ghost town. Yeah. Sam. Oh, literally. Literally. So Sam is walking around, looking in windows, trying out doors. Uh, doesn't find anything. He doesn't really try to open the doors. He, he he's just kind of like thing where he's kind of he's wa- wandering around without without a sense I, of urgency. Or which I don't know. Maybe that's just how he deals with stress. Yeah. And like yeah. like if I physically make myself calm, then I will be calm. Then I will be calm and be able to deal with this situation. You know, level headed, rational. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to go charging around the place. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's just... Oh, what's this? I don't know. I'm not going to look into it. <laughs> tries the door, looks in the window. Eh, nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody home. home. <laughs> Anybody home? And no. no. <laughs> Which, like, right now, I guess that's kind of fine because there's no immediate danger and no no one else is in immediate danger. When when someone's been, like, I'm thinking specifically of Faith, when, when yeah. Dean was being chased by the Reaper yep. and Sam just kind of wandering around the property. Yep. He hears, like, a wood creak noise and picks up like a broken two by four that he finds so, just, just there. There's, there's a lot of, I mean, a lot, these buildings are falling apart. There's chunks of wood everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So he just grabs one. He inches to the corner of like the porch where he's like in the house where he's standing and jumps out and around. And it's Andy! Andy! He could have knocked Andy unconscious right then and there. Andy cowers into the wall of the building next door and <laughs> across the little alleyway. And and he's like, Sam? And and it sounds like Andy? Andy? And and I love this. Andy's like, what are you doing here? And Sam's like, I don't know. And he's like, what am what I, I doing here? And Sam's like, I don't know. And he's like, where are we? And Sam's like, calm down. He's like, I can't. I just woke up in Frontierland. And Sam's like, okay, like, what's the last thing you remember? And he's like, honestly, my fourth bong load? I don't like know. Like, oh, bud. That and he goes, it was weird. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, it will yeah. be. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's this really intense smell, like, and Sam's like, sulfur. Uh, how'd you know? Oh, Andy. <laughs> Sam is like, thinking now, he's like, Dean, 
um, thinking about Dean. Is, and, he, is he here with you? And Andy's like, your brother? Is he here? That, that very scary man? <laughs> that very scary man that I met. And Sam is like, no, I don't, I don't know where he is. I don't know if he's... And he doesn't finish his thought, but we hear a woman scream. You know, we hear, like, banging and rattling on a door noises. So they set off at a light jog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when they approach the shack, they're just kind of walking kind of fast. Yeah. Um, and it's this, like... Like, utility shed or of some kind. Plywood-looking door with a padlock on it. Yeah. And the w- woman inside shouting and screaming for help. So Sam, you know, talking to the door is like, don't worry, we'll get you out, you'll be okay. And, you know, digs up a rock you know, from outside the door, breaks the padlock, pulls the door open, and it's Ava. And she's like, oh my god, Sam! And gives him a big hug. She, she's hysterical. She's hysterical. I'm hysterical! I'm having hysterics. I'm hysterical. And he's like, guess you guys know each other. <laughs> like, awkwardly third-wheeling over there in the corner with his hands in his pockets. Love, and, um, love Andy. Sam is like, have you been here this whole time? And she's like, this whole time? I woke up half an hour ago. Sam tells her she's been missing for five months, and... We know that he and Dean looked for her, looked for her for like the first one. Yeah. yeah, and he goes, "My brother and I have been looking everywhere for you." I'm like, "LOL!" For like a month, yeah. maybe for and the then first there, month, and then you was, looked for her. And he's like, "I gotta take a break." The most recent four months, you have not looked for her. He's like, "I gotta take a break. Let's go and do some other stuff. Like, let's go to Hollywood, maybe, and like fall in. Love, let's fall in love with a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, and then um, kill that werewolf, and then like, go to Hollywood." And then go to prison. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're just just gonna, you know, do a lot of things to sort of get over the disappointment of, you know, having to give up on work for like a month. I think right now he's like, oh my god, Ava! I kind of forgot about you. Oh, we've been searching for you everywhere! <laughs> Ava insists that she saw Sam like two days ago. She's in disbelief, which then transitions to panic. That if she's been missing for five months, her fiance Brady must be freaking out. And we're like, Oops. Sam has like a well. All <laughs> about that. The, the look on his face. I feel like the emotion there is not quite appropriate. Yeah, he's like, whoopsers. It's yes. The reaction on his face is a little more that than oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, no. It's it's a little more like this is gonna be awkward. It's like this sir. is gonna be hard for me to do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sir, a man is dead. <laughs> He's just like oopsies. Ava um, notices Andy. Yeah, like she's like, wait, like who, who are you? And and Andy's like, hey, Andy, also freaking out. <laughs> and I love her just a little. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, what? She turns to Sam. She's like, what's? happening. And um, and Sam says that he doesn't know, but that there's something that the three of them have in common. And then we hear another voice from off screen, masculine, calling out from somewhere else in Ghost Town. So the trio goes running off to find two more people, uh, a man and a woman. Jake and Lily. Did you recognize Jake? He yes. looks so familiar to me. Have you seen Leverage? No. Okay, that's what I would know him from. Okay. Um, he played Alec Hardison on Leverage. Okay. He's also more recently been in Hidden Figures. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. I think he was in One Night in Miami. I I may have just seen his picture around as an actor, but I don't know if I've seen him in anything. He's very good. 
Yeah. Uh, but I I know him mostly as uh, Alec Hardison was, on, on Leverage. I think he was a husband. One of the... One, one of the husbands in Hidden Figures? Yeah, one of the main women's main trio husbands. <laughs> so he's here in an early acting role. He, and he's wearing he's uh, fatigues. Yeah. So the, these two groups meet. They introduce themselves. Uh, Sam Lily's. introduces himself, Jake and Lily. Lily's from San Diego. Jake was in Afghanistan, and he's in, you know, army uniform, so... And I'm interested in this. Th- I found this interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. Which, relatively recently, was in the news again. The war in Afghanistan went from October 2001, in response to the September 11th attacks, started October 2001, and went through August 2021. It was just a, it was almost a a 20-year war. That, by the general public, was, it was not, in recent years, was not as much in the public consciousness. This episode in, you know, May 2007. That would have been. Was much closer to the, the start of, of the war. Around this time, I, believe the allied forces in Afghanistan were losing ground and there were calls for sending more troops. So I thought that was interesting that it's right around this time and that that he's from the war in Afghanistan specifically and not the war in Iraq, which was even more recent at this point. That started in 2003. Yeah. But uh, I, I looked this up. On the day this episode aired, there was like a petition or a call like in Iraq for the U.S. to withdraw. Wow. So, you know, more controversial. Yeah. And, like, then around the war in Afghanistan, the call to send in more troops. And so, interesting that they've chosen this character. Yeah. And I'm not sure what the motivation was there. And Sam kind of gives a face at that. Like, I I couldn't tell what his face was. I I don't know. But it was very like, oh, Afghanistan. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, there was um, something. There was something there. Maybe it was supposed to be like I don't know. I mean, like oh, you were in war. I don't know because uh, it wasn't like super disapproving, no. but it wasn't. Oh, good job. Yeah, you know, it oh, was good for you, buddy. Yeah, I don't know what the. I, was. I don't. I don't know what it was either, and I don't know like public opinion in the United States around you know both the war in Afghanistan and the war in Iraq is very complicated. In 2007, I know in general, I mean, America... America! (laughs) Yeah. I know there was more support in general for, you know, troops abroad. But again, like, I don't really remember all of, like, the intricacies of the political situation in 2007... Do you were you Patricia aware I at was all? So little. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I was so young. I was not in. Like I remember that we like gathered school supplies to send to Iraq. I think. Yeah, you know, and yeah, then, the, like the war in Afghanistan was not really something that I feel like did they we want... talked about a lot in school. Other than there was a war happening. Yeah. Did they want to do it in Afghanistan rather than Iraq because they thought it would be less controversial? That would be my guess. Hmm. And they wanted to get put under I, less hate. From from what I recall, anyway, the, the war in Afghanistan had more public support than the war in Iraq did. So hard, though, because we didn't learn shit about it. Yeah, no, we really didn't in, in school. Yeah. Um, they just, like, didn't talk about it in school. Yeah. Most of what I remember was, like, dinner table conversation because our parents worked at the, at the newspaper. Yeah. yeah. So we would get, like, the news report of the day 
for like the, the news report that would be in the paper the following day would get at dinner the night before. Yeah. That that would just kind of be standard dinner table talk. Which I definitely should have paid more attention to. Yeah. Should have. But, I was little. But yeah, like, like, I mean, we were kids. So I remember some of those dinner table conversations. They're, it's just some of it never made sense to me, you know? Well, like this, this, you were a baby. Yeah. Well, I mean, even when I was growing up later, the later political yeah. stuff. So, well... Later, the, when these wars were still going on and you were, you know, a thinking person, you were so far removed from the initial events that started them. I guess, but I'm talking about, like, when I was growing up and there were dinner conversations, like what you're talking about. Like, I wasn't able to understand what the parents were talking about. Yeah. But I think a lot of that, though, does have to do with, you know, the, the inciting incidents were very far removed for, for, for a lot of you know the, the conversations that you would have been hearing were, you know, pretty far removed from where, where you were and are. October 2001, you weren't born yet. No. I don't... Rem- I, like, I mean, I remember 9-11, but I don't remember the start of the war in Afghanistan. I, I remember the general culture at school yeah. was very in favor of the military and in f- that this was, you know, the Bush era. So it was in yeah. favor of Bush. Um, and at this point in the show, it's still the Bush era. Yeah. Although in the next couple seasons, that will that will be changing. Yeah. But like much more you know, fresh and recent in the public's mind is the start of the Iraq war, which had a much more controversial start. So all of which to say, very complicated political situation as the backdrop for this specific choice of character. Yeah. An active duty Afghanistan war soldier. And I'm not, and like the, my best guess here is that the, like the, in the public opinion, generally speaking, people, people were, you know, looked favorably on well, obviously, we, you know, we support the troops, support the troops, support the troops. Mm-hmm. Support the troops does not mean, you know, give veterans support. It, yeah. mean, it, it means, you know, praise the sold, so, the active soldiers who are going going abroad. Yeah. He is an active soldier here in a war that, at least at the start, was viewed favorably by the public. Mm-hmm. Which I think, in theory, casts this character in a favorable light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, like, a hero. As a hero person. Yeah. Yes, right. Um, or at least has the potential to be that type of character. Yeah. So just really interesting choice of character here for Jake. And then Sam is like, can I ask you kind of a weird question? Are you both 23? And they both kind of nod, I think. And <laughs> the way that they looked at him, though, he was like, I'm guessing you're both 23. And they were just kind of like, why are you why guessing are you that? guessing that? And um, and he goes, we we all are like him, Andy, Ava, them. And they're like, no, I'm 45. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all are, and we all have abilities. And Jake is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? And Sam is like, they started about a year ago. You found you could do things. Things that were impossible. Sam's just projecting onto all of them. Yeah. Like, they're like, come no, on, guys. We don't you know? have anything going on, Sam. It's just you. It's just, it's you. just you. He's like, no, we do. We, we do. do. We all do, we you know? All, we're all connected. We're all, we all have these things in common. Um, he goes that, he says that I have visions. I see things before they happen. And Ava goes, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. And it was very like, oh, like, not in, like, only in retrospect, yeah. but like the, um, the way she was just like, oh, yeah, me too. I do that too. Yeah, I, I do that too. And then Andy gets, he starts to get up onto, like, the, like, Jake and Lily are standing on a porch, and Andy gets, like, up onto the stairs of the porch to talk. It's like, I put thoughts into people's heads. 
to make them do stuff, but don't worry, I don't think it'll work on you guys. But you know, I've been kind of like meditating, uh, so now it's like not just thoughts, but I can beam out images too. Like, and it like, can be- Bam, they see it! And it's like, it can be anything. And he's like, and there's this one guy I know, total dick, I used it on him. Gay porn all hours of the day. Noice. Andy, last time you had a better grasp of consent. Yeah. yeah. Last time we saw you. Yep. That is That's not, not what consent Consent is no. nope. I, do, I don't and just because he's a dick. There, there's you know, behaving like a trickster and taking somebody's coffee. Yeah, because he's a dick. And then there's of a serious violation of consent because he's a dick. Yeah, not great, Andy. That was not great. And, and no, he's laughing about it. Like, he, wasn't he, that cool? Wasn't think, that funny? He thinks that's very funny. Nobody else he's here like, thinks you it's funny. Seen the look on his face. It's like that would have been traumatizing. Jake and Lily just stare at him. Like, and he kind of walked. He steps down back to Sam, back, like back down the stairs. Like, I, I think I just fucked up a little and bit. And like, yeah. yeah. And Sam's like, Sam, Sam looking at him like, like. <laughs> Like, like embarrassed by him, yep. like like my dude. <laughs> like I brought my, you here, and you embarrassed. You, you me. are making me look real bad here, bud. <laughs> Lily is like, so you go. Simon says, "Give me your wallet," and they do. And you have visions. That's great. Um, she says that she touches people and their hearts stop. I'm like that. That's your power. That sucks. I mean, Rogue from, Rogue from X-Men. X-Men. Well, yeah. She would take their life force. Well, yeah. Yeah. The same thing. And if she's not careful, they just die. Yeah. So she says that she can barely leave her house. Uh, she goes, screw you. I just want to go home. And Jake starts to say, like, and we don't. And then uh, they start to get in a little fight. And Sam is like, whether we like it or not, we're all here. So we got We have to deal with this. And Andy asks, like, who brought them there? And Sam is like, less of a who, more of a what. <laughs> Not <laughs> everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what's, what's the inspector space? Yeah. The question isn't where, Constable, but when. Lily's like, what? Uh-huh. And Sam goes, it's a demon. It's like, oh my god. And they're all kind of like, The way that they're looking around makes them seem like, oh, he's uh, actually crazy. Like, oh. oh. Um, so our next scene is on the side of a rainy road. Bobby and Dean are looking at a map of the continental U.S. At least it's laminated. It is laminated. The water's no, bouncing good, off good. it. Looking at this map uh, on the hood of the Impala. Bobby says that this is all the demonic signs and omens that uh, this past month. And Dean is like, you're joking. There's nothing here. And Bobby's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you could, like, Bobby, you could have just told me there's nothing. There's, there's nothing on the map. Like, <laughs> you're you pouring over this map like there's something. You didn't need a visual aid for that. <laughs> but, like, yeah, not even, like, the low-level stuff, like exorcism th- and things. Everything has been quiet. Dean is frustrated, and he's, he's like, so what do we do? Do we just close our eyes and point? <laughs> and then his phone rings. It's Ash at the roadhouse. He delivers a big negatory on Sam, specifically. Dean sort of blows up at him. Yeah, he's like, give us something. We've got a 3,000-mile haystack here. Ash urgently says that he has found something. He thinks it will lead them to Sam, but he's v- being very cagey about it. Yeah, and Dean is like, well... And Ash is like, not on this line. Like, we can't talk on this line. Um, he 
D- Dean like he doesn't have time for this. He tells Dean to make time. He wants him to come to the roadhouse himself. He's like, this what this is. It's huge. But as he's saying that, he's like, because this, and he, he's getting a little bit more animated about it. And then like a little, a little hunter or someone walks by him as he's on the phone. He's like, hey, hey, sup? What's, what's, uh, what's uh, uh, how you doing? <laughs> and then he turns back to the phone. It's uh, like, so this thing is huge. Get here now. He hangs up, looks at his watch. Yeah, there's a significant shot of his watch. Dean and Bobby decide, you're like, okay, guess we're going to the roadhouse. They hop in the Impala and take off. Back in Ghost Town, Jake is working through the soldiers in a demon war information. The children are fighting. <laughs> and he specifically says, um, children, you know, the soldiers in a demon war leading to the apocalypse. I don't think that specifically has been brought up before. I think he's making a leap there. Yeah. They, because they, you know, they talked about demons, soldiers in a demon war, something, something, something big is coming. I don't think anyone has explicitly said it's going to be the apocalypse. Yeah. Yet. What would the big thing be? The lots of, lots of demons around, running right? around? I don't know. It's been very non-specific. Nobody yeah. really knows what that means And yet. it's very like, I heard from a demon once, and it's like, can we trust a demon? But and it's like, they sometimes don't seem to know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I heard On top little, of that, they lie. I heard a little demon say that. <laughs> yeah, d- your your standard grunt demon does not seem like the most reliable source mm-hmm. of information. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the time, they don't know what's going on. I think this is the first time someone has referred to what's coming as the apocalypse. Hmm. I mean, yeah, that's what we're, <laughs> we're heading in that direction mm-hmm. in general. Ava says that she's sorry, but psychics is one thing. Demons? Like, I don't know. And Sam is like, I know it sounds crazy. And Jake is like, doesn't just sound it. <laughs> uh, Jake is not having any of this. And he's like, you know what? No, I just need to stay away from you whack jobs. I'm better off alone. And he's like, and, you know, for your information, so are all of you better off alone. And he just takes off. Sam calls after him, but he he just yeah. takes off. Sam, Sam, who has, over this past scene has been like, like trying to step up into like a leadership position. Yeah. He's just lost control of the lost situation. Control of the crowd. Jake walks away, walking down, like down this like main road area and sees off to the side, a little girl's face in the window of a house. And he just, he just <laughs> goes over to it. Yep. He just goes in. Because even though she like, she, van- she vanishes while he's yeah, looking at her. She <laughs> yep. doesn't... Yeah, it's not like she, like... She's not like, help me, you know, or like... Or, like, runs away or something. She literally, like, her face vanishes. Yeah. yeah and and she's, she's like, oh, that's not weird. Yeah, she's just staring at him, and then she's gone. So he goes over, goes in the building. It's like a schoolhouse, or it has, like, a chalkboard in it. And he's, like, speaking reassuringly, like, don't be scared, are you lost? And there's a giggling sounds. Yeah. There are scuttling sounds, and the camera sort of swings around him. There's, like, he hears, like, squeaky noise, and he slowly turns, and then looks at the chalkboard, and we see it over and over, like, written lines, it says, I will not kill. There's giggling, and he spins, and the little girl... Well, at least we know the demon's not gonna kill. (laughs) I think the demon thinks it's funny. the demon thinks that. (laughs) I think the demon is, like, you know when you do a bad thing and the teacher makes you do this, but you're still gonna do it again? Did you, did you think the demon was not going to... No, I mean, I was... Oh, okay. What? I didn't get that it was like... That's like a, that was like an all-time punishment. Yeah, I mean, I know the, I know the punishment of, like, writing something over and over and over again, but I didn't get, I didn't connect that. I was just like, why didn't, I was just, I was just like, because then there's the thing of, like, where, like, you know how you, like, write demons sometimes, like, write stuff on the window, or like, she's mine! <laughs> <laughs> 
I kill? I was like, why well, is it point, point of order there. It's usually ghosts doing that. Yeah, demons we, aren't usually we the We really ones haven't who... seen demons with this kind of behavior before. Yeah. Um, this is usually ghost behavior, which is why, like, I watching this, like, I thought it was a ghost situation. Yeah. Up until we find out that it's a demon situation. Yeah. Um, this little girl is standing there. There's the sound of giggling, but she's not giggling. She's yeah. looking at him sinisterly. And she puts up her hands like she's got claws. And then she grows claws. She's like, hee-hee-hee-hee. I have... I have claws now. And then her face goes all, like, ghost scary, and she moves ghost fast toward Jake. And we hear Sam say, get back! And he he comes into the little room, grabs, like, a fire poker from the corner, and swings through the little girl demon. She, like... She demons out. She, like, evaporates into almost, like, bugs. Like, little bugs. No. No, it was... She turned turned into smoke. Well, she turned into smoke, but at first it was, like... A little bit more particulate that like yeah. became smoke. Oh, yeah, no, it, as it, he it, swung through her. Yeah, it was like it, it like, like 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 burning dispersed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she you know turns to demon smoke and the demon smoke flies away. Now this is interesting because this is the first time we've seen a demon taking a form like this without a vessel to inhabit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it happens again. <laughs> okay, okay. I think this is just like a weird little bit of like. They did it this episode. Okay. Like um, supernatural. But that is, so yeah. it rushes past, uh, out the door past Ava, Andy, and Lily, who are all standing in the doorway. And Sam is like, and Jake is like freaking out. And Sam is like, just so you know, that was a demon. Like, okay, Sam. All right, Sam. These people don't know what demons are. You can you can cut it with the yeah, sass. Yeah, you can. Yeah, <laughs> sassy you, Sam. Not yeah, necessary. Not necessary. Um, as the smoke, like, passes everybody in the doorway, they all gasp. And like, <laughs> Sam, like, on, on the way out of the building... Uh, Sam just like drops a little bit of lore about it. He's, he thinks it was a specific type of demon and a cheery uh, demon that disguises itself as a little girl. And he was, and he's like, Andy, you with me? And Andy's like, uh, give me a minute. Still working through the demons are real thing. But I'm trying to remember, did they, I mean, did they like tell him that they were hunters or anything? I they... don't even know. Because they were just investigating what Ansem was doing. Yeah. And that's the only thing that Andy knew about by the end I mean, was that it was Ansem. He must have seen all the guns they had, though, in their car. He, he did. He did. And he freaked and I think out. He freaked about out. That. But like, I don't know if he put together that they were like, Ghost hunters or demon hunters or like hunters. Because mm. we didn't they, talk they, about they, other they, supernatural they didn't, they things. Didn't talk, no, they didn't talk about other supernatural things. They were specifically there looking for other special kids. Yeah, they weren't doing other supernatural yeah, stuff. I can't remember if they dropped a line like "Me and my brother, we we hunt we hunt supernatural stuff, and you and me, we're special." I think there was like they kind of like vaguely talked about like like they do this job where they hunt bad things because then they do like at the end of the episode they're like hey if you start to screw up we're coming after you yeah yeah Yeah. so who knows maybe he's like or he just thinks they're serial killers um we see a big metal bell with what actually looks more of like an embossing than an engraving they keep saying engraving it's It's not not it's a relief it's It's, like you can feel it's yeah yeah, textured it's it's not in it's out yeah so uh like of a tree and Sam says, I've seen that bell before. And I'm like, that's a little coincidental, but like, okay. Yeah, he's like, how many, if you've seen bells, how can you know which bell you've seen? I guess because of the engraving. The, but the, the, the motif, the, yeah. the oak motif. So, I mean, if he's 
been researching if if they've done research on haunted locations apparently as as sam says this is cold oak south dakota which was a town so haunted every resident fled which in his lore research is this type of thing that would have popped up right probably with local imagery Mm -hmm. so who took the pictures <clears throat> Visitors. How do they not die if it's so haunted? Hmm? Did the ghost? Did the ghosties pick them up? What? What <laughs> are you talking about? What? Wait. What are you talking about? I'm saying, how did people get there? What? You mean like how did they not die and how did the pictures get taken and yeah. how do people know about it because like other you know because like okay. nobody survives they didn't say nobody survived they said everybody left they said everybody left because it was too haunted they didn't say everybody died they just said there were lots of ghosts that everyone left they didn't say anybody died no I'm saying <laughs> no <it> just <laughs> no. fell apart it fell apart no, no I'm nope. saying they said everybody left not everybody did died the people that were there take the pictures maybe. It's not specified that, when this town was abandoned. Yeah. So back in the olden did days, you, did you know that there are other ways to transfer images than photographs? You can draw, draw. a picture. Well, yeah. Also, they have did to, have photographs in old time frontier times. Yeah. So, but who knows? Maybe the pic. Did he say whether the pictures were in color? He didn't say there were <laughs> any <laughs> pictures. He He's just, like, he, I just knew this just factoid. Knew, this is a, just a little factoid and a, something he saw in a book once and recognized the imagery. <laughs> he didn't say <laughs> there was a photograph. I saw a photograph. It was in color. It was. <laughs> I I know exactly where we are. <laughs> Taken by John Smith in 1859. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera was mailed by a ghost. I just, like, <laughs> <laughs> your, your entire theory just... How did those drawings get to a publisher? What? Everybody <laughs> left! They took it with them! What are you talking about? They left! They, left. they, they didn't fled! Die. They, they didn't die! <laughs> they didn't all become the ghosts either! That's what fled means! It means they left the town! They didn't just all drop dead there! They left! And took all of their stuff with them! Including drawings or photographs! <laughs> and then they, and that's how we, this is not a, if no one survives, how do you, we know about it? This is a, they all survived, and that's, that's how we, that's know, how we know about it! About it. <laughs> because they didn't die, they all just left! <laughs> Lily says that, like, well, she asks why the demon w- or whatever would put us here, and Sam's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So Lily's like, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Clearly, we've got to leave. And Sam is like, but the only way out is through miles of woods. We don't even know how many there are out there. And uh, Jake starts to say, like, yeah, he's right. We should. And she's like, don't say we. I am not part of we. Uh, I have nothing in common with any of you. It's like, oh, we just said how much we all have in common. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, you don't know anything. I accidentally touched my girlfriend. I'm like, oh. Okay. We have a dead girlfriend. We have a dead lesbian girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have a dead lesbian. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. 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 But so this is the first lesbian. <clears throat> Openly. Yes. Openly. Yeah. Open lesbian. Uh, it's not the first. There, there was the uh, the off-screen in Faith. The like, yeah, like the, yeah. the, the the gay guy who was who was killed. Mm-hmm. He was like a teacher or something. Yeah. She's the first les. 
we we don't know if she's a lesbian. She's the first feminine person who is attracted to women. She has a girlfriend. She's not the first, you know, queer person on the show necessarily. Yeah. But the first one to openly say in dialogue yes. and to be a character who has dialogue and like to say um, that she has a girlfriend or had yes. a girlfriend. Yes. And this is uh, May 2007. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In most states, this is illegal. <laughs> to be gay? It kind of. is cer- Certainly uh, marriage is illegal. Yeah. yeah. And there are a number of states where it, it's just, you know, illegal to be gay. So that's great. Yeah. So so interesting that that's brought up. up. Yeah. And Sam is like... But Sam says that he's sorry. And Lily's like, whatever. This is just like a nightmare. It keeps getting worse. And then Sam tries to say like, well, I've lost people too. I'm like, well, yeah, that you didn't kill them by accidentally touching them. Like, yeah. He almost had to kill his dad. Yeah, but that wasn't the that same. That wasn't, and that wasn't almost. He didn't do that. And then he sl- says, I have, I have this brother out there. He could be dead. He could be dead, dead for, for all, all I, I know. know. Like, that's better than is dead because I accidentally killed her. And also, that's your brother. Not, not, <laughs> not, not, not your not girlfriend. girlfriend. And your girlfriend was not, you did not kill your girlfriend. Yeah. Mm. You probably, he blames himself for that. You did not touch your girlfriend and she dropped dead. And he says that the best way out is to stick together. And she's like, fine. So the group follows Sam. He... uh, On a a quest, they are looking for iron, silver, and salt. The group enter this house, this, you know, building to search for it. And Lily lingers on the porch. Yeah. She hangs back as they all enter the door and licks her lips. It was weird. Why? It was so weird. And at this moment, I was like, she's a demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was very sinister. Yeah. I'm not sure why. No. It's it like, was, maybe they, like, they filmed and then she accidentally licked her lips and then was like, like, oh, that may have meant oh, something. Whoops. But I was acting, I was acting and that may have meant something by accident. Whoops. She's like, she's just thinking, she's like, oh my god, my lips are so chapped. And then she accidentally licks them, and she's like, dang it, I didn't mean to do that. And they're like, great take! (laughs) So, instead of going in the house with the rest of the group, Lily takes off up the road and into the forest. Back with Bobby and Dean in the Impala, they pull off the highway Mm -hmm. onto the drive that leads to the roadhouse. And they find it a smoking ruin. There's nothing left but the like ex- part of the external facade. We pan across the wreckage and there's like a hat, a leg. Everything is charred. Bobby is like, my God. Uh, Dean asks if he sees Ellen and Bobby says no and no ash either. But Dean sees something. Dean finds a watch on a wrist in the rubble. It's all charred up. And he's like, oh, ash, damn it. And I think we are supposed to think that that was the watch that we had a significant shot on. Okay. It was. Because my my first thought was like, is that a different watch? Or yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was it. Okay. That was the watch. But also my other thought was like, there's gotta be a switcheroo where he like gave somebody his watch for some reason. Uh yeah, Ash is dead. Yeah, he is. Which sucks. It really does. He was a great character. Yeah. Why does he kill him? Sarah Gamble. <laughs> yeah, Fuck yeah. you, Sarah! Fuck you! Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sucks. First character on the list for this episode, check. Uh, well, second, uh, there was one off screen. The, the oh, yeah. Dead girlfriend. Dead girlfriend. Dead girlfriend. Dead girlfriend. Now, Ash. Now we wait for another soon. Yeah, our next scene. Lily is walking through the woods and hears the little girl giggling noises. <laughs> 
There are branches rustling, like, up above her, and she tries to hurry on. Weird transition. Yeah, there's, it's a, it's a, almost a slide slide because, yeah, no, it's a because tree. it's like the, yeah, the tree becomes the, the beam or like the wall of a house as it goes into the it's interior kind, of the house. It's kind of cool. Uh, it's a tree-based slide wipe. The th- like, it, it could worked. be cool if this were a show that did cool transitions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if this <laughs> when, were like a cool, like, art movie or like, you know, like A24. Oh, yeah. Sam finds a chest and rum- rummages around in it and finds a knife. Ava is holding onto her temples and he asks her if she's all right. And she's like, yeah, I'm just a little dizzy. And she's like, it's not like a vision thing. Um, and she's like, more like, I'd kill for a sandwich. Uh, have any since, well, who knows how long. Um, she says, like, don't worry, I'm fine. If it's been five months, uh, wouldn't she be dead? If she'd been possessed by a demon the whole time, no. Yeah. Okay. So she's like, I'm fine. Except for every single thing that's happening. <laughs> yeah. We hear Andy call from the next room. He found two big bags of salt, and he is very proud of himself. Yeah. Like, and, and Sam's like, good job, Andy. That is great, Andy. He's like, now we cannot wear Lily. Lily's gone. And, uh... And Ava's like, Lily? And Sam's like, Lily! Lily! And it spooks her! It spooks Ava! The... And I wonder if the actor was just like, ah, I didn't realize, I didn't realize Jared was gonna do that. I think so. It was good though. It worked. He, yeah. She gives a good startle <laughs> because Jared is, she, she calls and then Jared does very loud. Lily! They're standing pretty close together and yeah. he does shout very loudly. We hear the sound of giggling and creaking from outside. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So the gang run, runs out to find Lily hanging by her neck from the windmill. Another check on the board. Number yeah. three. Oh yeah, and it's a uh, it's another queer character. Mm-hmm. So We're far we got three for three. Three for three. And Thanks, Sarah. That's great. Ava is freaking out. She turns to Sam and she's like, "She's dead. <laughs> she's dead." <laughs> and she's like, "You said that, that we were chosen. That's not chosen. That's killed." And she's like, we gotta get out of here. Andy's like, I suck in that motion. <laughs> and Jake is like, I don't think that's an option anymore. Yeah, he's reading the mm-hmm. the, the message there. Yeah. Um, and Sam explains that Lily was trying to leave. This is a message. If you leave, you die. <laughs> um, and he ba- then he basically tells Ava to, like, tough it up, buttercup. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we gotta gear up for the next attack. And she's like, gear up? I'm not a soldier. I don't do that. And he's like, well, if you want to stay alive, you're going to have to. Wow, Sam! Whoa, a little tough love right there. We've got some attitude today. And then uh, kind of to Sam, like, Jake is like, I'll get her down. And then uh, Sam says that Dean would have helped a lot, like, in this kind of situation. And he's like, "Uh, I just wish we had a phone. And Andy has an idea. So Andy says, like, that he's never tried it long distance before. um, But he asks Sam if he has anything of Dean, something that he may have touched. So Sam's like, I don't know, I've got, like, this receipt. Will that do? And Andy's Andy grabs it. And he looks at the receipt for a second, and he's like, D. Hasselhoff? Like, at the signature? And Sam's like, yeah, that's Dean's signature. <laughs> and he goes, it, it's hard to explain. And I'm like, is it, though? <laughs> like, and, 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 yeah, it's not hard it's to not explain. It's not that hard to explain. The, 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 it's the ex- just that it's the, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> the, the explanation is, Dean likes David Hasselhoff, and they run credit card scams. Short and sweet. That's it. That's it. It's not Sam, that hard Sam, to Sam's like, it's hard to explain. And he's like, Andy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but something interesting is happening with Andy right there. The look on his face when he sees it and he's like, D. Hasselhoff? 
And then Sam's weird non-explanation, and he's just kind of like, like, all right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So David Hasselhoff, known for Knight Rider, Baywatch, and the SpongeBob movie. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Uh, Knight Rider and Baywatch both would have been shows that Dean would have... Like, they were on in the 80s. Yeah. They would have been shows that Dean grew up watching on, like, Motel TV, right? Mm-hmm. They watch him... Well, Knight, Knight Rider is, like, this tough guy, cop-like person. There's also a talking car. Like, it's like a muscle yes! car, but it talks. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what the Phineas and Ferb joke was on. Yeah, it gets yeah. referenced a lot. Yeah, that's... Because it's a weird concept. That's, uh... It was the entire... Schmert's brother... And his talking car. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's it's, the it's cat very, car. Um, do you remember the replacements? Yes, I do. They had a car that talked. Yep. A lot of it's it's because it's, it's a weird concept. <laughs> yeah. So it gets referenced a lot. Baywatch was a bunch of you know lifeguards in L.A. I think mm-hmm. running around on the beach with very little clothes on, including yep. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> yes. And then they remade it. They did with, with uh, the Zac Efron and Zac Efron. Yeah. Really? Apparently, they did. It, was, it was okay. I didn't see it and do not know. Uh, and there's this this scene of them running down the beach and then Zach uh, falls down and, and yeah. eat, like eats shit with his face. <laughs> yeah, the 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 Baywatch like the the running down the beach thing is a, a a classic scene that gets referenced a lot. Also, so these would have been shows that Dean saw growing up. And if he's you know a big fan of this very masculine man type person, I don't know what kind of conclusions Andy is drawing from. Dean using David Hasselhoff's signature. Yeah, yeah. It could be like, did he like him a lot when he watched Baywatch? Or like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what what conclusion Andy's drawing. Andy also a little fruity, mm-hmm. a little bit, <laughs> a lot of it fruity. Yeah. So I don't know what kind of conclusions he is drawing based on what he knows about Dean. Is this hyper masculine performance, scary, scary <laughs> man, but a hyper masculine performance? He's got yeah. the muscle car. He's got the leather jacket. He's got the tough guy attitude. And now he finds out he's a big fan of David Hasselhoff. Yeah, he's known like, for Knight Rider and Baywatch. He's like, like hmm. oh, I've learned a little thing about Dean now. Oh, I see you are not just like pretending to be. Or, you know, being the masculine man type, but you're just, like, into those guys. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, his, and, and if Sam had just said, like, oh, yeah, no, we just run credit cards again. Like, yeah, right. fine, whatever. But so he was Sam, like, it's, um, hmm, it's, it's hard, hard to explain. explain. And he's like, all right. All right. <laughs> sure. sure. Okay, Sam. I gotcha. So not, not intended. No, but I like the way that Andy's acting. I like, that. I like, I like that little bit of acting choicing that happened in there. Back at the roadhouse, Dean is starting to angry panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he asks what the hell Ash knew. Like, where's Ellen? Is she alive? Uh, we have no clue what Ash was going to tell us, but how are we going to find Sam after all of this? I and feel kind of bad the way that, like, I don't know, he doesn't seem to be, like, sad that Ash is dead. It's right. more like he's like, oh, God, what a waste of information. I don't think that is how he feels yeah. about Ash. I think we are spiraling out of control here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he didn't even know Ash was someone he needed to save and they didn't get there in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Panic is setting in. Mm-hmm. And his reaction to that is anger. He feels much more in control when he is angry. Yeah. So anger panic. And Bobby, to his credit, he he knows Ellen. I'm pretty sure that's been. A, I think he, I think he at least knows a, knows of her. Mm-hmm. I think they have some history. They they know each other. He knew Ash by name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these are people that he knows too. To his credit, 
he is staying very calm. Yeah. And, like, watching Dean have a little meltdown. And he just says, we'll find him. Like, he is very calm and reassuring and very dad yep. <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> He's a very dad. Um, like, he, like, he has, like, before, right, right before Dean has his meltdown, Bobby, like, starts to have, like, a, like, like, he kind of has, like, an aside off to himself where he starts to say something. And then Dean has his little panic meltdown and Bobby switches from, like, like, his own, like, his, his own, you know, grief and, um, upset about the situation to very calm, reassuring Dean. Very dad. It's very good. Um. Dean gets a sudden and painful headache, and he sees a flash of the bell. And Bobby watching him very carefully is like, what was that? Dean's like, a headache? Like, I don't know. And he goes, you get those a lot? And Bobby's eyes look so sharp here. And Dean's like, no, I don't. (laughs) It must be the stress. And he goes, I could have sworn I saw something. And Bobby's like, like a vision? Like Sam? And he's like, no, what? I'm not a psychic. And then Dean kind of collapses into, like, onto the hood of the car and uh, sees Sam and the bell. And Bobby's like, are you with me? But he runs to Dean, hand on his back, you know, steadying him. And Dean says that he saw Sam and a bell with an engraving. Dean, you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) It's hard to pick it out when you're, whether it's an engraving or... I just don't think they, the writer knew, they what, knew engraving what engraving was. was. Engraving versus embossing, but whatever. Bobby asks for some specifics on the bell, and he's like, I don't know, it was a big bell. <laughs> a big bell with a, an engraving on it. And, and Bobby's like, a tree? Like an oak tree? And Dean's like, yeah, exactly. And Bobby says that he knows where Sam is. Back in Ghost Town, Sam and Jake are pulling bits of metal off like an old tractor piece of machinery. Sam is sort of ineffectively just like hammering t- the tapping, spikes, h- tapping with a hammer. He's not like like swinging with the hammer. No, he's just, he's ping, just ping, 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 ping. Meanwhile, Jake grabs a piece of metal and just yanks it off with his bare hands. Sam kind of looks at him for a second, and Jake's like, I, I'm not Superman or anything. It's no big deal. And we, we get some Jake backstory. Um, his powers started with headaches, started when he was in Afghanistan, and he found out he had abilities when he rescued a guy who was pinned underneath a vehicle just by pulling it off of him. He figured it was some sort of freak adrenaline thing, but then he benched uh, 800 pounds stone-cold calm. <laughs> Never told anybody, because it was too crazy. And Sam's like, crazy's relative. And Jake is like, I'm starting to get that. Jake recognizes Sam's leadership under pressure in this situation, praises him for keeping calm and keeping everybody else calm. Yeah, because especially because I know that you're really freaked out. He says he recognizes it from being in, you know, in intense situations. Sam admits to being freaked out by telling him about Dean and how Dean is always looking out for him, telling him how everything's going to be okay, and how this time he doesn't know if he believes it. He doesn't know if they're going to survive what's coming. And Jake says that it doesn't matter if they, be- if they the leaders of the group, believe it. It just matters that the group believes it. Yeah. So back in, like, their little hideout house. Sam and Ava are pouring salt on the windows and doors. Ava goes, my horoscope said I shouldn't have gone out of bed this morning. She, so she and Sam have like a little check-in where they're like, hey, you okay? Hang, hanging in there, you. And Ava, t- you know, she's like, honestly, no, not so okay. She just can't wait for this all to be over. So she can pretend this never happened. Just Cur- want to curl up with Brady and watch bad TV. And she sees Sam react. He looks away and kind of gulps. He's like, like oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, God, I have to tell her this now. 
And, and she, she knows Sam is keeping something from her. He's like, I wish I didn't have to tell you this, but when the demon broke in to take you, Brady didn't make it. I'm sorry. And she breaks down and, like, falls into Sam's chest and cries. It's like, you just need a man to hold you during these sad times. <laughs> no, thank you. Nope. <laughs> That's always what it is, though. Well, yeah, a little of that. Yeah. It's always like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to tell you this, but he didn't make it. And she's like, and then she just falls into his arms and he's like, and then it zooms in on his face. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, but at least we know that Sam isn't being like creepy about, about it. it. Yeah. Later that night, they're all sort of tensely waiting in this, you know, salted, protected room. Jake is kind of standing watch by the doorway with his little piece of metal weapon, uh, his like metal rod. Uh, Sam is sitting, trying not to fall asleep. Andy's at the table with his head on his arms asleep. Ava is sort of you know, at the other, like, next to him, end of the table, with her back against the wall, just kind of, like... Checked out. <laughs> completely yeah. checked out. Just dissociating. Sam, with his back against the wall, does the, the head jerk nodding off thing. And they're like, well... <laughs> and, like, they wake up and looks over to Jake, and standing behind him in the doorway is the yellow-eyed demon. That jump scare got me. I was like... Really? Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's him! <laughs> And got Sam, too, because he... He startles. Shouts. It's like, Jake! Jake is right behind you! Jake doesn't respond. And the yellow-eyed demon goes, Howdy, Sam! And he's like, I'm dreaming. And the yellow-eyed demon's like, What do you say you and I take a little walk? And he says this as he walks into the room. Yeah. So in ghost land, or, you know, dreamland, maybe, unclear, he crosses the salt line. Yeah. And walks over, walks over to Sam. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't, it's that very, makes, it's, very, it's intensely creepy. Mm-hmm. I, what I love, though, in this moment, as he says that, and he walks across the room towards Sam, is the lighting mm-hmm. here. There is a horizontal bar of light yeah, across, across his, his eyes. eyes and nose. It is very... Star Trek. Star- <laughs> yes! Star Trek original series specifically. It is the dramatic eye and nose lighting. Yep. It, it is the eye and nose lighting of drama. It is... It's... Very specifically original series Star Trek. Trek. And I loved it so much that they're using it for him specifically yep. to be like, he's got yellow eyes. Look. Look at yellow, his eyes. Look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. <laughs> We're outside. Um, the yellow eyed demon says like to Sam, like, you're quiet. You're not mad at me, are you? Yeah, the yellow eyed demon and Sam have a walk and talk where the yellow eyed demon basically gets a big villain monologue. He starts monologuing. He starts monologuing. <laughs> and Sam spends the entire scene reacting. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, I'm, oh, you, you don't know what I'm going to do to you when I get my hands on you. Ever, you know, whenever the yellow eyed demon pauses, Sam says something like, and what then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, and what? Keep... And yeah, so the yellow eyed demon, he says, welcome to the Miss America pageant. This is a competition. Only one of you crazy kids is going to make it out alive. It's like, but I thought... I thought we were, what, soldiers in a coming war? He's like, that's true, you are. But here's the thing. I don't need soldiers. I need soldier. Soldier, soldier boy. <laughs> that's what I thought, too, for a second. I was like, that's the wrong guy. Soldier boy. Oh. No, not that soldier boy. Soldier boy from the boys? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't thinking soldier boy. Oh. I was thinking soldier boy. Soldier boy. Oh, I was thinking soldier boy. Yeah. Soldier boy. Oh. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. 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 Nope.
And he gets in a little, like, a little gloating, a little taunting, like this. And I go, oh, I'm surprised you haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, why do you think so many of these kids have flamed out already? Max, Andy's brother, what's his face? Uh, <laughs> it's Ansem. <laughs> He's like, they weren't strong enough. I'm looking for the best and brightest of your generation. It's like, Ansem is like my generation. Again, he just <laughs> said. repeating what he said. The, the last couple of words he said. <laughs> And the demon says, well, that's not, he's like, there are other, there are other generations, but let's worry about yours. Um, he says that he's tough, he's smart and well trained thanks to John. Um, and he says, uh, Sammy, you're my favorite. You're my favorite. Sam is like, you ruined my life. <laughs> yeah. You killed like the people I loved. He says you killed everyone, everyone I loved. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Dean Dean is your brother. Yeah. What about Bobby? Just said, like, you killed people I loved, but wrong. You could have just loved it that you ruined you my ruined life. my life. You ruined my life. And, and he's, you know, the cost of doing business, I'm afraid. And then he goes on about Jessica, sweet little Jessica. She just had to die. You were all set to marry that little blonde thing, become a tax lawyer with two kids, a beer gut, and a little McMansion in the suburbs. Personified business casual khakis. Which is fascinating, because last episode, that's we saw the start of that dream. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about mom? He's like, bad luck. He's like, bad luck. <laughs> and he's, the Yahweh demon says that she walked in on us. Wrong place, wrong time. It wasn't about her. It was always about you. And say, what does that mean? (laughs) Continuing the conversation. And he's like, well, you caught me in a charitable mood. I'll show you. And he snaps his fingers. So I do say, like, about this part, this this walk and talk. Mm -hmm. Excellent delivery from the yellow-eyed demon. He's like, like he's a little hunched over as he's walking. He's not like, he's not like a, a, like, straight upright kind of, like, he's, he's not being, he's not sinister because he's large and imposing. No. Far from it. He is much shorter than Sam. He's small. He's slighter. And he's he's a janitor man. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a... He's an average-looking guy. He's just a kind of an at-your-average-looking guy. But the way that he smiles... Yeah. He's an excellent villain. Yeah. And, and just, I love a scene... He's not going huge here. No, no but he's chewing a little bit. He's, he's, he's given a little bites to the scenery. There is a little chewing happening. And I love, I love a villain that gets to play around like this. Yeah, he's got a little bit... Of, like, his physicality is part of it. It's not because he's big, but his physicality is definitely part of his acting. Like It's great. He's playing a fantastic villain. Especially when he first showed up. And he was, like... Just leaning on the doorway. Yeah, like, just casual. Hey, howdy, Sam. And, like, easily the shortest guy in the cast right now. Yeah. I mean, Andy's not tall. No. He's probably comparable probably height. Andy's size. Not physically imposing by any means, but still incredibly sinister. Love that. And I and just this whole scene, Sam is reacting to everything he's saying. Yeah. He's not doing anything of his own. No. It's all just reaction. Which works in the Yellow-Eyed Demon's favor, because what that results in is just a, a fantastic monologue with, like, audience prompts to keep him going. Yeah. It's fantastic, perfor- like, you know, performance time for Yellow-Eyed Demon. Yeah. He gets to do a villain monologue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Presentation! <laughs> <laughs> but Sam, But for Sam... It's not really giving us anything from him other, like, I mean, he's just like, maybe and, he thinks, and what then? Maybe he thinks that, like, he can't do much of anything because it's in a dream, or he thinks that he's in a dream. Maybe. He's like, oh, well, when I'm awake, I'll get you, but, but what are you talking about? I need to hear you out. Maybe. However, there is a second villain monologue later yeah. that is not in a dream, and Sam does the same thing. Hmm. So we'll, we'll get there. We get there when we get there. 
So our next scene, after the LOI demon snaps his fingers, they are in Sam's nursery on the night of the fire. Sam and the LOI demon are standing in the corner of the nursery, watching this this night play out. We see the demon that of that night standing over Sam's crib. Sam like tries to like rush forward, but the LOI demon stops him, and he's like, "No, it's this is a, it's just like a replay." He says it's a high def instant replay. We're just gonna watch. So we see the demon of the past standing over Sam's crib. We see Mary come to the door. Very to sleepy. <laughs> to ask if Sam's hungry. And she gets shushed. So she's like, okay. And she's way. like, okay. I'm like, and fuck you. <laughs> it was really funny the way that she delivered this. She's like, okay. And then she just walks away. Walks out. And we know, because we remember from the pilot, on her way back to the room, here's the TV on downstairs. Yes. And takes a couple steps down the stairs to see, see John, John in asleep in front of the TV. Yeah. So, the so we know that that's what's happening. Yeah. But what we see after she leaves is the demon standing over the crib, slit his wrist, and drip blood into baby Sam's mouth. The yellow Sam eyed is like, does that mean I have demon blood in me? The yellow-eyed demon says it's better than mother's milk and chuckles at Sam's horror. Mary, we see her come tearing back into the room after we know she has seen John asleep downstairs. The demon turns around and Mary says, it's you. Sam realizes she knows the yellow-eyed demon. And then we get to see the part of the scene where mm. she's thrown against the wall and she's starting to slide up the wall. And the yellow eyed demon says, I don't think you want to see the rest of this. We hear Mary scream and he snaps Sam awake. Back in Ghost Town, Sam is being woken by Jake. Ava is missing. We are outside with Sam and Jake and their weapons. Jake says that he'll take the barn in the hotel if Sam takes the houses. Split, splitting up. Let's split up and search for this ape man who eats hamburgers. This yeah. is this is a good idea. <laughs> right, right. This is this is what we should do in when we're Demon being, Town. Or in, in Demon Town, when we're being picked off one by one, what we should do is split up. Yeah, yeah. Meet back here in ten minutes, okay? And they walk off. Walk off. How, they don't. Yeah, they, they don't, don't run. They're like they they storm do all away. They all have watches. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Do they? <laughs> ten minutes. Sure. By the owl's hoot. As the sun has cast its last shadow upon the earth and the crescent moon has risen above the eastern ridge. So like nine o'clock. I don't know. Ava steps out from behind a house. Yeah, so Sam's walking up like the main road and there's a building with like a kind of open space. And as Sam passes in front of the building, she kind of like steps out from behind the back corner of it and just kind of watches him go. I was going to be like, like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Like, the way that he, like, walks past her and she moves out. Like, you would have seen the motion. Yeah. My Probably. Brain, if he moved, like, a millisecond slower and she was like, ooh, is he gone? And, like, just kind of watching him. He would have been like, what, what was that? And then, like, turn around. He's like, Ava? And she'd be like, <laughs> oh, shoot. And then, like, oh, ducks around the corner yeah. again. <laughs> Run away. Run away. I remembered this episode, so I knew who was who. Right. Mm. But I still, when I saw, saw her, I saw Ava step out from behind the building. I'm like, good girl, what are you doing? <laughs> Come back inside. <laughs> We're back inside with Andy. He is kind of taking a look past the salt circle and then steps back over it into the room. And as he turns around, he sees Ava come in. And, like, what the camera showed was, like, over his his shoulder. There's no one in the room. Yeah. He, like, hears a sound, carefully, deliberately steps over the salt, turns, and she's in the room. Yeah. Standing by by the window. Mm. Did she? How did she get in? Did she come in through the window? (laughs) Because it looked like she just kind of walked in from the side, but I'm like, there's nothing. I didn't know there was a door over there. I think she just she was in the room and she just walked out. I, I, 
she may have come in the window. Yeah, but we did like the. I feel like the noise he heard wasn't like a window opening and closing. No, it was just a, a floor, the, like a floorboard creak. creak. Yeah, like she was in there walking. Maybe there's a yeah, little there. unclear. Little unclear. <laughs> she takes two fingers and like makes a little break in the salt line at the window. And Andy's like, Ava, where'd you go? Didn't you hear us yelling? <laughs> and she turns around. She's like, Yeah, I heard you. Stone cold. He's like. Uh, <laughs> she puts her fingers to her temples and demon smoke comes appears at the window and makes it under the window through the break in the salt line and he's like what, what, what are you doing <laughs> a demon materializes as the little girl with the claws he's about to say he's like holy shit and ghost fast jumps andy knocks him to the ground and tears him apart like, come on, man. As he screams, and Ava smiles, and then blood splatters the window, smiling at the body, deep breath, terrified scream. Sam hears a scream, runs back to the house. When he makes it in there, Ava is in tears, hysterical. Just like we've seen her before. And she's like, Sam, I found him like this. And he's like, how'd that thing get in? Then he kind of stops for a second. He's like, where were you? When, when, when Sam arrives, it's the, like, he skids to a stop, sees Andy, like, it, like, he looks like he's about to, like, he's about to gag. Yeah. Well, yeah, his guts are, like, his entrails yeah, are Yeah, everywhere. Andy's, yeah. Andy's everywhere. He's ripped open. Like, that's pretty gory for... But, but his, but then, he, like, his first thing is he checks on Ava. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... You know, she's she's hysterical. He very carefully steps over the salt line, like, goes into, you know, yeah. crisis mode, and check, like, checks the first window. Like, you shouldn't have been out there. Come on, Ava. Yeah, she's like, he's like, where were you? And she's like, I just went to get some water from the well. I was gone for, like, two minutes. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't have gone outside. And he's like, Ava, we have to stay in here. And he sees the break in the salt line. And he's His like, demeanor changes yo. The acting from Sam in the scene it was good. good. This, scene, this scene right here, good. He's like, who did that? And she's like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe Andy? And he's like, Andy wouldn't do that. He's like, Ava, that line wasn't broken when I left. So Sam presses the issue, and Ava still, like, crying, but now getting defensive. It's like, what? You don't think that I... Sam is getting more and more angry. He's got her. Yeah. He's like, five months. You're the only one with all that time unaccounted for. And that headache you got when Lily died. And she's like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> and he asks, what happened to you? And she's like, nothing! And she does a sniff, a sigh, sigh and a chuckle. chuckle. And she's like, how'd you go in though, didn't I? Yeah, I've been here a long time, and not alone either. People just keep showing up. Children like us. Batches of three or four at a time. The demeanor change mm -hmm. is she, good. Like, she wipes the, her tear away and is like, and wow. Kinda, like flicks it off of yeah. her finger. Boop! <laughs> yeah, like, 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 oh, my mascara. I just, like, yeah, yeah. oh, it was good. And, and now we are in... Another villain monologue scene. Yes. Where Sam is just reacting it's to like, everything she's saying. You killed them all? And she's like, I'm the undefeated heavyweight champ. Oh my god. How could you? And she says that she doesn't, didn't think she had a choice, that it's it was her or them. And that after a while it was easy, even kind of fun. Uh, and she says that Sam just needs to stop fighting who they are. Open yourself up. You have no idea what you can do. She says the learning curve is so fast. And she's like really getting into it here. She's yeah. like, it's crazy. The this, switch is that flip in your brain. So this is the demon talking, right? No. No, this, this is, is Ava. Ava. Ava was never possessed. No, Ava just turned evil. She can summon demons. Ava can control demons with her mind now. 
this is this is she's like do you have a no do you know what i can do now and sam's like summon demons with your mind <laughs> and, she, and she's like, control demons and, and she's like yes <laughs> you kind of still kind of still my thunder there <laughs> but here but so what happened when they went to her room so what happened was you, you, I mean, back back at her house. I mean, the the demon stole her. The demon kidnapped her and, and killed her fiance. Her there, and then she and was then there she's the just whole been time. There. The, well, okay, so the demon either kidnapped her and, and killed her fiance, or possessed her and made her kill her fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's never elaborated mm-hmm. on. We're never sure on that. If it follows the same pattern as you know Sam and Andy and Jake and Lily. The demon just abducted her and killed whoever else was in the room. Yeah. Um, like at the diner. Wouldn't put it past a demon to possess her and make her kill her fiance just to fuck her up. But, yeah. But if, it, but if we're sticking with the pattern that we saw with Sam, she was just abducted. Mm-hmm. And, her and that's why the sulfur was there, because the demon took her away. Yeah. yeah. And from that abduction, just immediately dropped her in this town with a different batch of three or four other people. And she killed them all. And, and then, she, and, and then she stayed there. And another group of three or four people was delivered and she killed all of them and she's been doing that for five months oh my god and in those five months she has been developing her powers she's getting stronger and now she can can summon and control demons with her mind she puts her hands at her temples and starts to summon what demon again and she's like yes sorry sam it's over and as the demon smoke starts to like billow by the window, Jake comes up Jake behind her. Jake fucking snaps her neck. Snaps her neck. And yeah. it, like without a word. And I'm like, um, uh, I was like, that's a decision, sir. Yeah. Jake in this moment looks, I mean, he's very serious, mm-hmm. not happy about it, but did what had to be done. Yeah. Kind of fate. Sam is horrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so Ava got off her villain monologue where she's like, you don't even know the power and like whatever. Sam, you've just got to, you know, stop fighting it and, and be evil. And be evil. The power of the dark side, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Sam and Ava have the same base power. Yeah. So it's like, what can Sam do? We've seen Sam move move a dresser with his mind. Yeah. I don't really know how consistent that stays, but... um, Okay. Yeah, he hasn't done anything with that since. No, he, we, well, because we haven't had, like, any plot stuff. Yeah. And he hasn't Heart. been in such, such, like, <laughs> emotional distress as that in yeah. knowing that Dean was about to die. And he should he, try to train his powers. See, oh, like, yeah, and he hasn't been working on it. He should be training his powers. Like, like be, Eleven. Like Eleven from um, Stranger, Stranger Things? Things? Yeah. yeah. Like, he should try to, like, he, flip a car. So, <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Sam and Dean coming from this tradition of, you know, the hunter tradition of all supernatural is evil. And this fear that, like, what does this mean for me? What does the demon want from me if I use the... If, like interacting with these powers these powers are evil so interacting with these powers is just you know leading you down the road to evil so you have to repress everything right so he's not going to train them because they're scary scared is he ever going to i can't tell you that (laughs) what i can tell you is that sam and ava have the same base power yeah (laughs) so when jake kills ava the demon smoke stops coming into the room and like builds back out of it and disperses Sam and Jake just kind of stare at each other. We see our next scene, the Impala pulls up on the side of a, you know, a country dirt road that's been blocked by large tree trunks, like, like deliberately, like the, like this road is closed. And Dita Bobby, they're like, okay, I guess we're doing the rest on foot. So they get out, arm up, and they're going to just start hiking. <laughs> yep, let's go. 
um, back in Ghost Town, Sam and Jake... They walk outside. Uh, Sam says that he thinks that they can make it now, um, that, like, Ava was summoning the Achiri demon and controlling it, so it shouldn't come back. And I was like, all right, maybe. (laughs) Shouldn't. And he's like, we gotta go. (laughs) And Jake says, not we, Sam. Only one of us is getting out. And Jake admits that the yellow-eyed demon came to him in a vision, a dream, explained the situation that this is, you know, a one-person-makes-it-out kind of thing. If they both try to escape, it's just, the demon's just going to kill them both. Yeah. And there's no sense in that. So his plan is he's going to kill Sam, and then he's strong enough to get close to the demon, and then he'll kill the demon. And he presents this totally logically. Yes. But also as if he knows how to kill a demon. He is so confident in his own abilities as a soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that he has super strength. And that he has super strength. Yeah. Because um, nothing's been like a challenge for yeah. him since then. And this is and this is the problem. Because actually, no, no, Sam should be the one to be making it out of this. Yeah. Um Sam's got the experience and uh he knows how to kill the skills. The, the skills and the backup. But not that I want Sam to start killing people. No. I like Sam's idea better that, like, hey, we should work together. Yeah. Like, At least we should try together. Yeah, he's like, come with me and we can kill him together. Jake doesn't trust Sam. He thinks Sam will turn on him. And he's like, I-, I won't, though. And Jake's like, I don't know that. So Sam puts his knife down, like, very slowly, carefully. Uh, and he ha- well, he says, like, don't play into what it wants to uh, to Jake. And so Jake puts his metal rod down. And as he's standing back up, he uppercut Sam in, like, the jaw. And Sam goes flying clear over a fence. Yeah, it's like, how do I know you won't turn on me? Proceeds to turn on Sam. (laughs) Yep. And it's in a, you know, a very, like... I knew this was gonna happen. You knew this was gonna happen, Sam. You knew this was gonna happen, Sam. But, like, Jake is doing this in, like, a very, like, you know, no hard feelings. Like, 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 logically gaming this out better than both of us dying. Like, he's like, like, and he says literally, do the math, Sam. Yeah. Like, so they have a fight about it. Um, now here's the problem with this (laughs) situation is that Jake has super strength. And Sam doesn't. And Sam doesn't. And Jake can bench 800 pounds, no problem. And he can fucking break Sam's arm and just, like, one punch. Yeah, he gets a good, he gets a hit in on Sam and something crunches in his arm. Jake shouldn't be punching him. Mm -mm. All Jake has to do is get a hand on him. And just... And just crush him. Like, like... A grapple would kill Sam. Jake does not have to be doing a fist fight. Yeah, and get him down on the ground and just like push. That's that's he does. That's all he has to do. Yeah, and he could just break his ribs. He could implode his skull. Like Sam should not be letting him get this close yeah. and get into a fist fight. Sam is just lucky that Jake is trying to do a fist fight with him. Yeah, <laughs> um, and lucky that like. He's when, not um, lucky. He's not very good at. He's it. He's not very good at it for uh, like like hand to hand stuff, I guess. But I mean, he's a soldier. He's, he's used to having soldier. a gun. Yeah, because he has super strength. Does that mean that if he put like a lot of strength in his feet, would he be fast? We don't. We don't, we don't know. know. If he, we don't know if he just has super Popeye arms. With like, right. like, like, we don't know. What and the, I, my thing was like, I don't. It doesn't necessarily mean also like it, th- the way that this was like almost believable for me was that like it doesn't mean he's not squishy. Right. No. No. Like and like you said, he's not Superman. Yeah. He's not invincible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can like. I mean. Be- being super strong does not mean they you know a regular a, a regular amount of damage is you're know, going to do like regular damage yeah. to you. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're resistant. Yeah, so that that's true. So Sam Sam can do the same kind of damage mm-hmm. he would normally do to a person. Yeah, 
And I love though that so Sam is on the ground and Jake stands over him and <laughs> Sam is like, okay, what do, what do I have to do here? And he just starts kicking him with his feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like <laughs> throwing him off his yeah. rhythm. Yeah. Throwing yeah. him off his rhythm. That'll throw him off his rhythm. <laughs> with little sneakers. sneakers coming at him. <laughs> <laughs> and it does throw him off his yeah, rhythm. It does. It trips and, him up. And he gets up. Jake punches Sam a couple times, and Sam falls and gets back up. And I'm like, how do you get back up no, after that? that like, hurt. Jake... Is he must be holding back. He would be coughing up blood. But, like, why? why? If, if his goal is to kill, like... The only thing I can think of is super strong does not mean accurate or like accurate or knows how to throw a punch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super strength does not mean good at punching. No, it means like he does Sam does like the matador thing and like he he ends up punching through a fence and getting, and him, getting gets stuck, stuck there. Yeah. So Sam knees him in the chest a couple also, times. These fences are like made to break. Well, they're old, old, old. They're fences. old wood. No, I mean like the props. As props. props. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. The yes. They break very nicely. <laughs> yes. It's, so yeah. So super strength, not Superman, taking those sorts of hits from Sam, who's a big guy. Yeah. Who knows hand to hand combat. Yeah. Even with one arm at this point, Jake gets kicked through the fence and goes down. Yeah. And Sam staggers over to where the metal bar and the knife are on the ground. And he grabs the metal bar. Jake starts to stand up, and Sam just kind of like heaves and like clothes lines Jake in the neck, the like hits him in the neck with the rod. Which, again, if Ow. if, if stru- super strong but not Superman, that could have killed him. It really could have. And then Sam holds up the rod like he's gonna kill Jake, and he heaves it back, winds up, and he just kind of like th- he throws the rod down on the ground like it's not worth it. And Jake appears to be unconscious at this point. Yeah. My one thing, pick up the knife and the rod! Yes! Take yeah! him with you! Take him with you! Don't because, just leave him there! Because we hear, Sam! From off in the distance, and Sam turns and starts staggering towards the sound. And he comes, like, to an intersection and can see Dean and Bobby come running up the road. And they, you know, call out to each other. And then Dean's look of horror as he calls out, Sam, look out behind you. And Jake has come running up from behind with a knife and stabs Sam in the spine. Dean yells and runs up to him. Bobby runs after Jake who takes off into the night. Yeah. And Dean holds Sam. And Sam is fading fast. He's going limp. He's barely conscious. And Dean is telling... He, he checks the wound, and it's bleeding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he goes, it's not even that bad, Sammy. We're, we're going to patch you up. You're going to be good as new. I'm, I'm going to take care of you. I got you. He goes, that's my job, right? Watch out for my pain in the ass little brother. Sam's eyes are closed at this point. His body is limp. Dean is calling him, calling his name over and over. And he's just like, no, 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 no. And he holds Sam tighter. Dean is in tears, clutching Sam, holding his body. And we just hear one last loud, Sam. And he closes his eyes in tears, holding Sam. And we have the horns of tragedy. (laughs) And we go to to end credits. I'm like, it's fine, we have 15 more seasons. (laughs) That's the one thing. Yeah. Uh, Steven and I watched this, or he was like doing other things, but we like, I put it on when I was watching it the first time. I, he, he was like, oh, oh, and I was like, it's fine, because we got 15 seasons. <laughs> yeah, that is the one thing. <laughs> I was like, something supernatural is going to happen, <laughs> it's going to save him. But doesn't mean everything's going to be sunshine and roses. No, though, no, it doesn't. Thing. Um, yes, the boys stick around <laughs> for 15 seasons. <laughs> However, not well. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they are not well. <laughs> So, what do we think of the episode? 
I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I liked the acting. I think everyone did a really good job. Um, specifically, the woman who plays Ava. Mm-hmm. Catherine Isabel. Catherine Isabel. Um, and the guy that played Jake. Aldous Hodge played Jake. Um, and I, like, every every time I came across, like, I'm going to write down his name, my brain said, Hardison from Leverage. <laughs> and I'm like, right. Nope. nope. Jake. Hardison. Nope. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Catherine Isabel. She's known for she's she's in a lot of horror movies. Really, she is a horror movie actress. Cool, largely. She was also on Hannibal. <gasps> oh. Maybe that is why I recognized her. I I didn't see Hannibal, but she she she's she does horror. Yeah. So that this sort of thing is right in her wheelhouse. Yeah, you should watch Hannibal if you want to. It's very gory. Oh yeah, hang on. Okay. Yeah, all of the acting in here. Great. Yeah. I think a couple times Jake's voice was a little weird, like he was trying to push it lower. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a super low, super low voice. Oh, that's funny. And it sounded like he was trying to do the super low gravelly thing that, like, Sam and Dean do. Yeah. (laughs) But it it was like, that doesn't sound quite right. (laughs) You're a a tenor. (laughs) Um, There, I I think there's, you're just not quite there (laughs) um yeah so acting yeah very good fun location spooky weird western town set feel weirdness Mm -hmm. um but cool spooky location beautiful woods the episode itself there were some jokes that were meh yeah yes why did they why did he use why did he have to say the gay porn joke because who wrote it Sarah Gamble. Yeah. Yep. So Sarah Gamble, we're racking up quite a tally here. Yeah. yeah. Sarah. So there was a gay porn joke and an off-screen death of a of a woman of a queer woman, an on-screen on-screen death of a queer woman. On well, kind of off-screen, kind of on-screen death of a queer like man person. Ash. <laughs> yeah, definitely a queer person. Yeah. An on-screen death of Andy, a queer person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're four for four. Queer queer people have been murdered in this episode. A, a weird joke about gay porn in a non-consensual way. Mm-hmm. And sucks um, that they made Andy say it. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, he was so cool. He was so cool. And was one of the only characters in his introductory episode who got consent. Yeah. So to make him, his character, forget that... Not so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to tie that sort of not that non-consensual thing to gay porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also not cool. Our next death is uh, the only other woman on the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zava. I am glad that they didn't... Well, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen to Jake yet. Yeah. He survived the end, to the end of the episode. Yeah. Right? Not but, to say, like, good so, job, like, because I don't, I don't, it doesn't did, really balance out. Yeah. Do, I don't know, do we bring it up? He's a black man. Yes. I don't, do we, do I don't we, know. Oh, we said did that. we say that? Yeah. I don't, or we described him as a soldier, but no, he's a he's a black man. So he did, survived to the end of the episode, which is unusual. Yes. Yeah. Very unusual for Supernatural. But I can't... And, like, doesn't get arrested. You know? and, and didn't get yeah. arrested. Right. Um, Who knows what they're going to do next episode. See, that's the thing. I yeah. don't re- I don't remember how long he survives. Yeah. I have the feeling he doesn't last very long. Yeah. Because mm. what happened to Sam? What happened yeah. to Go- Gordon? <laughs> well, well, Gordon was was taken away by the authorities. We don't know where Gordon is. <laughs> no. Because of what he did to Sam, I just have a feeling he's not going to last very long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Bobby went running after him with a shotgun. So, Right. That's going to go great. So, as an episode, this episode went grimdark. Yes. Yeah. In a way, most of this season yeah, did not. not I feel like because you were, like, 
warned us that it was going to be that the jarring. To- that the tone shift was going to be jarring. I yeah. was ready for it. But the tone shift was jarring. It was jarring. Yeah. And even prepared for it, I forgot about the burning of the roadhouse and how graphic that was. Yeah. Um, like, I knew at some... I knew at some point the roadhouse would be destroyed. I knew at some point Ash would die. Yeah. I had forgotten it was this early. I'd forgotten it was this episode. I forgot... I'd forgotten how graphic that was. Yeah. The, the charred bodies yeah. in yeah. the build... In it's the like, they show enough. They show a little bit. They show enough, but it makes it feel like there's supposed to be more because there the way are, he at, the way he says like do you see ellen or like do you see ash like like are, as if there were supposed to be more bodies. like there are more bodies we, there we, we see, see a hat. legs and we, arms we, we see yeah. a hat and then at least three bodies yeah three different bodies yeah. so I mean, it wasn't a huge building but no, still but I'm, it makes me feel like if if this wasn't like network television there would be more yeah like, oh there yeah would, there would be more yeah, like, there would yeah. Be, and there would be like like probably like a head or a few like, sticking yeah. out. It, yeah. 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 This whole, like, it was good and it, like, the acting probably made it for me, but this whole episode made me mad because they killed off Andy. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because I was of the switcheroo really, with Ava. I was because, really like, she was, mad. it was good, but like, mm-hmm. it made me mad that, yeah. that Ava turned evil. I didn't want Ava to turn evil. I wanted her to be nice. You didn't like Ava when you first you didn't met like her. Ava at first. <laughs> I liked her in this. I liked her in the beginning when we met her again. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I do. Okay, I do yeah. like Ava. Oh no, oh, she's, no, she's, she's evil. evil. <laughs> and why they have to kill Andy? I see. I did. I do kind of appreciate Ava's heel turn. Yes. I thought that was very good. Yeah. I'm very mad at the current death tally yeah. Yeah. this season. The the current record holder for introducing queer characters and then killing them off. Yeah. And introducing uh, people of color and black characters and then killing them off as well. For, for the show as a, as a whole, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm t- but Sarah specifically introduced the first queer character who... She, she introduced, like, the first... Queer, open, o- yeah. openly queer character on the show, mm-hmm. and then but immediately think, killed them. But she also, I think, the first mention of a queer person was the in faith, the, in faith yep. the gay teacher who was killed off screen. Yep. She, so I think, as a single writer, she has brought up the most queer people and then killed them all. Yeah. The first episode she has a writing credit on, Dead in the Water. Mm-hmm. That has like queer connotations. Queer subtext and coding. Yeah. Um the kid who gets the the, the murdered yeah. kid who was drowned. He was murdered because he was smaller and sensitive and they just the what what they he were, was weaker than us because he was weaker than them and it was fun to mess with him and, it was and a police, everything they described yeah. they said everything but he was queer yeah I mean that was a good episode then of course to relate it to <laughs> well and what, one of the one of the reasons I that I see the queer subtext in it is because of the parallel I can draw to both Mash and there is a Richard Sykin poem mm-hmm. about being gay and drowning being drowned do you think she i don't know if she did if she drew queer subtext in that on purpose or but um it's setting up a pattern (laughs) because considering that she does it so often i mean i wouldn't be surprised that was also 
2005. Yeah, and that was an early, like, that was and early that, season one. I don't think she was doing that yet. Yeah. Okay. But, whether, be, I don't think she, she did it intentionally. Right. The thing. But, like, but subconsciously, the, who knows? Subconsciously, the thought Subconsciously, of, she's like, I hate the gays. I <laughs> sub- subconsciously, she's like, okay, well, our murder victim, they're going to kill this this kid because they're big and tough and he's weak and small. Like, I'm, but, like, subconsciously, it's just, like, kind of fit in a mold there. Yeah. So, you know, her her writer credit to- tally right now for murdered queer people. Yeah. Do you know? Not great, you know? Sarah. So, so yeah, I'm mad at the end of this episode. I think the the acting um was I think the acting was good. I think it was an intre- like, you know, the the it, an interesting premise mm-hmm. that this is, you know, Hunger Games boot camp. Yeah. for <laughs> the for the special kids. I, I did, while I was watching, listening to, um, Ava's villain monologue, where she was talking about all of, like, these, these groups of kids coming in, you know, batches of three and four, and then mm-hmm. she would kill them and get stronger every time. Um, I did think of The Incredibles and the island where the robot syndrome, syndrome is, is there with the robot, and he's just luring superheroes there and just making yep. the robot stronger and stronger and stronger. So all of this is kind of a setup. If the yellow eyed demon is to be believed, to test Sam's abilities. Yeah. As the yellow eyed demon says, he, he's looking for the best and brightest of Sam's generation, and Sam in particular is the one he's rooting for, Sam's his favorite. So Ava's been here for five months, getting stronger and stronger and stronger, and now the yellow eyed demon drops Sam there. Yeah. Not to draw parallels <laughs> with the, the Incredibles. Incredibles. But just, I just Wait. made that observation. So, <laughs> we did like the acting um, in general, but the acting from specific actors and like characters throughout, but like specifically the Yellow Eye Demon mm. was very good. Yes. Shout out to Fred Laney or Lane. He's excellent. He is an excellent villain. Yeah. And like just just big enough for for me to like ooh juicy yeah. Yeah. ooh yum he's very like <laughs> wringing his hands yeah. but like or like he's not full mustache twirl no, but, no. but but he's like he it, the physicality is is mm-hmm. all there mm-hmm. the the uh the 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 Star Trek lighting of drama yes. <laughs> across his eyes very honorable good. mention to that so is that all we want to talk about with this episode I think so. Welcome to Listener Mailbag! <laughs> it's time for this segment, Listener Mailbag. <laughs> we, do we have a jingle yet? I don't think so. We can put in, we just got a letter. We just got a letter. We can't use all of the... Okay. So we have another email from Leah with another dream. Um, the context for the dream, this this dream was slightly inspired by our our description of the shapeshifter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it is not as pleasant a dream as last time. Oh, no. no. I was at camp. Unsure if I was a camper or counselor. But we all know something was up. We were trying to get to a particular cabin. We knew it would be safe there, as we were sneaking around the camp avoiding other people, as we don't know who could be trusted. We hear a dog barking. We then hear slash see a shadow of someone going into the investigative dog. We hear a scuffle, and the person comes out, but, like, mid-transformation. So we know they're a shifter. The thing so we run out, and suddenly we're surrounded. Then my alarm goes off, and I woke up in a panic. 
<laughs> so less pleasant dream, and a I little am, more dramatic. A little, this more, time. little more dramatic, and I am sorry that uh, our description <laughs> of the shapeshifter made you have gave, a little nightmare. Gave you a little nightmare. Hopefully, you have better dreams associated with us in the future. But this is a tragedy horror show, so I'm I'm not sure how likely that is. Is it because do you listen? <laughs> Do you listen to our episode before you go to bed? You're asking Leah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leah, do you listen to our podcast before you go to bed? I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah. Wow. Because of all the graphic violence. Yeah. yeah. That that just, you got that sitting yeah. up in your head when you're trying to sleep. That's not good. So, uh, thank you, Leah, for, for, for your email <laughs> and your dream. Um, Keep them coming. Uh, let us know if you have dreams let us email us. Email yeah. us. We like to hear from you, and we'll reply probably at some point. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll, we do our best. We do our best. So email us, and we will get back to you in in several business days. <laughs> <laughs> Your package may arrive. It may not. It may not. Who knows? We may open it before you open it uh, and look at the stuff inside. Um, so thank you. If you want to send us an email, you can email us at threeidgetspod at gmail.com. We like, we like to hear from you. We do. Let us know that you are a listener. Just, just say like, I listen. I listen. (laughs) That's all you have to say. Just, those are two words. I listen. Boom. Or just a thumbs up. Or just a thumbs up. Just a thumbs up. The upside down smiley face emoji also works. (laughs) (laughs) This concludes. Mailbag. Join us next time, I guess, for season two, episode 22, the finale finale. (laughs) All hell breaks loose, part two. While dealing with the aftermath of the fight between Sam and Jake, Dean pays a steep price for his involvement. Ooh. Oh, no. What happens? Well, I'm not going to tell you. What is steep price? What is that going to mean? Interesting. Mm. Join us next time for Season 2, Episode 22, our Season 2 finale. Until then, I've been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Feed for the use of their song, Brooke Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at 3 Pod on most of the internet and get in touch with us by emailing 3idgetspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.